it's all show and no go for this season of Demon Slayer. And we're going to talk all about it as we cover the Swordsmith Village arc this week on Shonen and Suds. Breathe it in, breathe it in, smell the turkey, smell the gravy. Got it. Um, We're back. We are back, Chris. Yes. Back for another episode it's of Shonen and Suds. Here we are. Indeed. Still still kind of off the, you know, off the regular sketty. You know, it's it's just tough. It's, you know, we're both busy. Holidays are around the corner. Um, and truth be told, Cody, that we were supposed to record this uh yesterday. I just I just fucking plum forgot. Oh, that's I mean. It happens to the best. I of just us, forgot ass forgot. Look, man, sometimes you just want to get off work and you know, not ha- not want to, you know, you just want to kick back and fucking... Oh, know. I just shut the old brain off, <laughs> is what I did. Hey, it, I mean, like I said, it happens to the best of us. I mean, we, we don't want our podcast, our, our fun drinking, watching weeby shit podcast to become like a... We don't want it to feel like the chores, right, Chris? Like... Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. Like, I, I was probably supposed to clean my room, like, the last 15 nights, but I just haven't done it, you know? <laughs> it's like, there's... Brother, there's gotta clean the room. Brother, there's cards everywhere, there's... Uh, there's a Papa John's oh, pizza man. box in the middle of my floor <laughs> as we speak. Um, Not a PJP <laughs> box. Well, you know. <laughs> brother. It, it was a Sunday, football was on, you, you're going to Papa John's. You don't have a choice here. Oh, that's right. You know, even though they undercooked like, my pizza, you know, I'm fine. It's fine. I still, I still, you know, <laughs> still made do with they what They undercooked your shakaroni? Get out of here. Brother, I, yeah, I, I've got some gripes for Papa John's, but, you know, that's another cast for another time, Chris. We are here oh, for... Oh, uh, damn right it is. We are here for Shonen and Suds. Absolutely. And, of course, as always, I am your host, Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. Yeah, and like we said, we are here for some more Demon Slayer and Cody. I think, uh... I think the, uh, the 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 curtain has been peeled back, and uh, like the the snake oil is out there. I think. Look, I like Demon Slayer, and I'm gonna go ahead and say that I'm having a really good time with it. And I I think part of the gripes I'm having with it are just they're coming off. We're coming off of Attack on Titan, which is I mean that's those are incredibly large shoes to fill. Um, but I just. I, I, this show is like the the it's the mo- it's the most beautiful anime you can put on your TV screen. I do I genuinely genuinely do not think animation will get will be any better than this for the next like ten years. Like the show is impeccable. It is the most beautiful thing you can. It's you know like a, it's like a it's like think of the most beautiful thing you've ever seen and then multiply it by ten. But Cody. It also suffers from being basically a hot girl with a terrible laugh because <laughs> it is all show. And like I say, it's all show and no go. It's which is really weird to say for a season that was all fucking action. Yeah. And I, and I think that might be part of the problem, Chris, you know, it was all action, you know, at least when, you know, and I hate to compare it to attack on Titan, like when we watch attack on Titan or even like, you know, just, insert any of the great anime we've watched like there's a lot of action yeah. going on but there's also like a deep story this it's just like mm-hmm. I, it's just action and like you know I'm like oh how did this ca- how did these characters that, and, and you know we'll get into it more but it's like how did these these three characters come across these powers how do they get to be who they are yeah. it's like don't worry about it 
just watch our pretty animation and and I think yeah. I think the the you know obviously with Mugen Train this show kind of created a hype that was almost impossible to live up to. Um, yeah, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. But at the same time, you know, like Attack on Titan delivered. So I, you know, it sure did. I expect I expect this to deliver. And you know, if if this is supposed to be, you know, all those all those <laughs> all those kids, Chris, saying that they, you know, this is part of the next big three. The next big three. There is there is one big three. All right, <laughs> this ain't it. All right. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just. The, the story is just there. Like, it's just kind of like, we're, we're going to give you a narrow thread to get you from point A to point B. Um, and we're not really going to think much more into it than that. But we're, you're going to fucking, you're, you, it will be a feast for your eyes to get there. Yeah. But yeah. And, and obviously we'll, we'll go over all our gripes and all of our, um, you know our issues and our and the things that we did enjoy, which obviously there was there's still some good in here. Um, so if you're yeah, you know, no, absolutely, if, there's no two ways. Yeah, if you to if, it. Yeah, if you're like the big Demon Slayer fan and you're kind of like salty of how we're talking about it, um, we'll we'll explain in full detail. Don't you worry. Um, but Chris, yeah, before we get to that, you know, Chris, the holidays are right around the corner. Um, Chris, before we get to the news, Chris, how, how, are, how you been? Here. How you been, man? How how is how's the wife? You, you guys ready for the holiday season? Doing some Black Friday shopping? Yeah, man. You know, now? we uh, <laughs> maybe we, we we might throw some bows, but you know the way we like to do it here, we um, you know, because we don't really go anywhere. We don't really you know go visit our family and shit like that. Our family's so spread out. We don't, we kind of just do our own thing. But uh, you know, here we don't we you know, we skip the turkey. We we skip the uh the stuffing and the mashed potatoes, and we do we do steaks giving in this house, Cody. So, you know, we got the, we got the New York strips already, you know, ready to go. We got the roasted potatoes that we're going to, you know, we're going to crush. We're just uh okay. we're going to have a great time on Thanksgiving. Just live our I don't really know like the best way to describe it, Cody. We're just going to have a, you know, practically like an outback dinner. Hey. <laughs> as long as we get a blooming onion in there. Crikey. <laughs> I'm in. Right. I am in, Chris. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, Chris. I was at the store um, right before we started recording this. You know, I had to. You know, it's it's that time of year. I got to make my gangbang casserole. You know, it is oh, what hell it is. Yeah, brother. Which is just green That's bean right. casserole, but you know, a little with a little bit more seasoning. Um, That's right. And you know, gang casserole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you goon, get out of here! <laughs> That's right. I've been calling it that for years, Chris. All right. <laughs> the number one hit at all the parties. I can tell you that now. Um, yeah, man. Black Friday right around the corner. Obviously, now I'm back in retail, so it's going to be, you know, obviously it's a card shop, so it's a little bit different retail, but. Oh, you made, you made me drop my phone calling it Gangbang Castle. <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely. Oh. Yeah, no, no worries. It's exciting, you know. <laughs> it's a, it's a man, phone dropper, it if you. <laughs> it is. That it is. That it definitely is. But yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'll be doing some family stuff th- these next couple of days. So we might, we kind of talked about it before we started recording. We might be calling an audible. So um, mm-hmm. our, our scheduled stop for our next episode is still Grudge of Edinburgh. That will happen. Yeah. Um, however, we're going to do Vinland Saga next. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe, maybe be pushing that back a week or two, depending on how, obviously, the holidays unfold. Unfold. Obviously, you're busy with work. I'm busy with work. And then, of course, mm-hmm. 
it is the holiday season, so um, you know it's it's just going to be a little bit crazy. So we'll keep you guys posted, keep you on the loop on what we're doing next. But for sure, um, Grudge of Edinburgh will be what we do next next podcast next week. Um, exactly. And yeah, you know, because I, I I've watched it. It's it's fun. It's 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 better than you know. We kind of talked about how Grudge of Edinburgh was part one. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 it kind of goes along with that where it's better than those last couple Good. seasons of Seven Deadly Sins, um, but nothing Well, that's great news. Yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. I don't want to spoil you on that. Um, but of mm. course, you know, today we're talking about the Swordsmith Village arc. Now, before we get into all that, Chris, you've been, uh, you've been hyping up a, a manga lately. Brother, the, uh, the, the shit that I have just really been getting into and, uh, you know, kind of a segue into some news um go go loser ranger is like my it, it's it's my it's my new obsession um i'm having a great time with you obviously you know i was you know i was around for the, for the power rangers i was a little bit older uh during that era but i was it was in a, uh it was during a time in my life that i remember quite fondly right so i'm saying all that to say that Basically, this is, you know, and, and it's the, the way it's described, Cody, and it's probably the most apt description you can have is that it's basically Power Rangers meets the boys. And I mean, do I really need to say, do I need to say anything else? Chris, I was a Power Rangers kid through and through. Okay. There's mm-hmm. a reason that Dreams by Van Halen is my favorite song of all time. And that's See, there it is from it Power Ranger movie, baby. <laughs> exactly. Which I still have VH- on VHS. I can see it from here, actually. Um, <laughs> God damn right you do. But yeah, I was one. Power Rangers was my fucking shit. Um, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, I grew up. I, I I think at like the perfect time as a kid because it was like Power Rangers and Pokemon just nonstop. It was I, I yeah. couldn't have asked for a better childhood to be honest. Like, uh, like I when I turned on the TV. There was nothing but gasoline coming out of it. Like it was just all, right. <laughs> all good stuff. Um. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, Chris, the current show that I'm watching, like like you, know, you said, you're reading uh, Go Go. Is it Go Go Loser Rangers? What yep, is it called? Go Go Loser or, or Ranger Rejects is another like it's Go Go Loser Ranger or Ranger Rejects. Okay, I'm not even gonna attempt to pronounce like the Japanese name. So. Yeah, no, no. I mean, we're weebs, but we're not. We, you know, we don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that here. Yeah, they gotta earn their weeb salutes around here. <laughs> Goddamn right they do. But yeah, I've been watching Gen V, which is the spinoff from The Boys. Um, yeah. Speaking of. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it's it's cool to see that you know, Chris, you always say don't meet your heroes, you know, right? Um, and this is a, mm-hmm. a, another like cool little example of that, kind of seeing things from another lens. Um, I watched the trailer for the anime because, funny enough, Chris, I don't know how we time this random, you know. <laughs> The universe has a way of like just being <laughs> oddly like uh what's the word I'm looking for just coincidences I guess like yeah because you were you were hyping up this manga and I was like oh does it have an anime and you're like not sure yet and then like two seconds later it's like trailer released for <laughs> Go Go Loser Ring yes, oh, there sure is like I guess so <laughs> like um so yeah definitely something that that we'll be keeping an eye on. Definitely a future poll nominee, and probably like you mentioned in our chat, Chris. I think it's your most hyped anime. Which, yeah, you know we're we're normally not the ones that are up to date on all the new the new seasonal anime and all that stuff. But 
Mm-hmm. We are we are now. But brother, when some when something when something catches your you know when something like just just hits the right chord, tickles your fancy, you know you just. You just have to, you know, really embrace it. Just dive into it, and that's what I'm trying to do. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, definitely something that we're going to keep our eye on. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, Chris, um, you, again before the cast, you were kind of hyping up this uh, this Scott Pilgrim. Is it? Is it an anime? Yes, it's Scott, it's called, yeah, it's uh, it's an anime, but it's done in the style of the manga. And what's really dope about it, Cody, is they've gotten the entire cast from the live-action movie from, what, 2010, I believe? Like, they're all back. Like, yeah, they're all back. Like, Chris Evans, Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Jason Schwartzman, Kieran Culkin, um, they're, they're all there. Like, everybody... Everybody who had a part in the movie, Aubrey Plaza, um, Anna Kendrick, they're all uh, Brandon Ralph. Any if they were in the anime, they are, or they're in the movie, they are reprising their character in the anime. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I, I've yeah, never that's fucking I, hype. I've never been like a crazy big Scott Pilgrim fan, um, but I'll definitely rewatch. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, if it if it gets nominated, uh, we're definitely going to have it on a future poll. Um, oh, absolutely. And when that when we get to that, I'll definitely be rewatching the the live action before I go into that. Yeah, I mean, I hell, just... hell, that that might be one of those things where we watch the the anime and then we just do the live action because. Yeah, or you know, or vice versa. Either way, uh, definitely something we're gonna keep our eyes on. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, I've had every time I log into Netflix now, it, it's like the first thing that pops up, and I'm like, hmm. Because you know, it's is... basically Netflix is basically saying, brother, you know, you want to watch this. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, speaking of Netflix, Chris, we also got uh, confirmation that, you know, speaking of Seven Deadly Sins as well, uh, the Four Nights of the Apocalypse anime is coming to Netflix on January 31st. Um, All right. Obviously, it's kind of one of those shows that we kind of take with a grain of salt because it has that Seven Deadly Sins name. Um, yes. Now, we've covered Grudge of Edinburgh. That was the most recent one, uh, and we enjoyed that. Uh, like I said, Grudge of Edinburgh Part Two is is just fine. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy, but it, it it's it's not <laughs> it's not as bad as like season four of Seven Deadly Sins was or season three. Yeah, um, yeah, so, I, I remember us saying when we reviewed that how we were just pleasantly surprised at how solid that movie was. Yeah, and I, and I feel like this is kind of going to be one of those same things that like you know we'll go in with our expectations low, and you know maybe we'll mm-hmm. maybe we'll we'll watch a winner. Um, we'll see though. Um, definitely something we're gonna you know another another future poll. Maybe it. I don't know if it gets you know Seven Deadly Sins has burned us maybe one too many times, so I don't know if we'll give it the you know the, the direct uh, <laughs> the direct to the podcast treatment, but we'll see. We'll see, right? Maybe we have some free we'll, time. We'll, we'll give it a we'll give it a shot. Like we won't we oh, won't yeah. just ignore it per yeah, se, yeah. but I, uh, it'll it'll give, it'll give a shot at the title for sure. Yeah, I just don't know if it has to earn its stripes again. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. It's a, it's it a, might it, it might have to to prove itself. But I kind of want it to be its own thing. I don't need you know I don't need Meliodas and Elizabeth and that. like let these yeah these four knights of the apocalypse. I want to know about them. I don't care about. You know the last. You know I don't need to see all of the all of all of the fan favorites. Um, 
Yeah, like I, I'm fine with these uh these characters they've given us now. These the, you know Tristan or whatever the fuck his name is, Tristan, Trustin, call him what you want. I'm fine with these characters. Yeah, and I think that's probably just because we're a sucker for, you know, Tristan and Lancelot. It's a lot of Arthurian uh, lore and legend in there, um, which yeah, and I'm a fan of I, Cody. I love lore and legends. Yeah, that, we're, we're just suckers for all that. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all of our news. I'm kind of taking one last scroll here through through the old sure. anime news network. Um, like that's about it for now. If I, if I, if if I see anything that that catches my eye, I'll be sure to shout it out here, Chris. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, all the all this news and all this holiday talk, Chris. I'm a little I'm a little parched over here. Yes, I'm. Uh, my my throat is a little dry. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> drier than a fucking bucket of sand over here so Cody I need to know and the people at home need to know on this late night edition of Shonen and Suds what you sipping on god damn oh, alright Chris well that was a you, that was, <laughs> you crack open a fire hydro that was a loud crack Chris and that you know it, it's actually just a soda that I'm cracking open here Chris a nice Coke Zero um, Ooh, it is, watching it your is, girl's face that is right, yeah. Um, can't get too big before uh, Thanksgiving, you know. It's mere that's days right, away. That's right. Um, but, Chris, I'm going to make myself another um, Bacardi and Coke. Hell yeah. Now I'm doing, now, Chris, um, you know, any 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 rum drinker, you know, worth their salt, right, is uh, not going to drink Bacardi regular. They're going to get a flavor of Bacardi. Ew. There's too many good flavors. Goddamn right. And, um. And so I'm doing a nice Bacardi Lyman and some Coke Zero. Mm. Mm, Chris, just 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 warms you up for the holiday season. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing today, Chris. And nice, like I said, Bacardi Lyman. Um, if you, if you haven't had, if you've had Bacardi and you didn't like it, try one of the fruity flavors. There's like, yeah, like dragon fruit, Lyman. They have like Ooh. a lemon lime. They're all fantastic. Um, yeah, summertime you get the the red, white, and blue, the rocket pop flavor, uh, or whatever. Or is that Smirnoff? That's Smirnoff. That's sorry, Smirnoff. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. No, no, no worries. Yes. No. my two favorites. You know, I I drink one for six months, and then I switch to the other for the next six. There it is. There <laughs> it is. It's all it's you just, need. And then it's all natural lights and core stubbies in between, right? <laughs> Goddamn right. And that's, that's that's all we'll be drinking in North Carolina. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um. But yeah, that's what I'm enjoying on this on this fine. You know, Chris, it's like. Like forty something degrees outside. It's it's pissing rain. It's cold. It's it's, it's this this will warm you up. A nice Bacardi and Coke. But yeah, that's what I'm doing today, Chris. What about you? So you know, this time of year, Cody, I get really you know stout season is what I call this. But man, I just can't seem to find one that's really just that really just is you know got me smacking my lips and wanting to wanting to crack open a cold stout. So Cody. I'm sticking with, with the red wine this week. Um, you know, I've got a Pinot Noir here, which is a more meat. Again, I've had Pinot Noir plenty of times on this. It's a more medium bodied red, but this one is actually has a little bit more vanilla and oak to it. So it gives it a little bit more of a warming sensation. So it makes it makes it seem a little more hearty than it actually is. Um, now, obviously, you know, oak is going to give anything that it's aged in, like American oak barrels specifically, anything that's aged in that is going to give off um it's going to get a lot of vanilla notes i want to say because oak itself has uh like the tannins i believe is what what they refer to as in oak and i I know i've mentioned this on the cast before um there's there's compounds in 
um, American oak that actually mimic the flavor of vanilla. So any, if anytime you age something in oak, you're going to get those that vanilla essence. So it's just something else. Again, you're talking about warming you up on a cold day. That's exactly what it is you're looking for. So I love that. Love that. Nothing wrong with some red red wine. Um, That's right. Make I don't your know. So <laughs> I don't know where my um. <laughs> I started lisping there for a second, but I'm back now. That's right. Don't you worry. Um, there you go. Yeah, Chris, and then uh, you know, breaking news for us, Chris. You know, we got our, we got our, you know, for our trading card game fans out there. We yeah, got, we got an event coming up, Chris. With the the Garage Gang is getting back together for one for for another show. Um, Goddamn right, we are. Come one, come all. Yeah, Chris, I'm finally flying out east. To the oh good, baby, to the good part of the east, not just Florida, right? We're going to the That's good. That's right. Petey Pablo will be there to greet you at the airport. That is right, Chris. We are meeting up in North Carolina. What is it? June, January twentieth. Yeah, here, brother, it is. It is it's right the, around the corner. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my computer screen, Chris. It says November twentieth. We are two months away from the band getting back together, man. And I can't. Brother, wait. brother, I can't wait. I can't wait. That's well, that right, live from North Carolina. <laughs> Don't raise up, take your shirt off, twist it around your head, spin like a helicopter. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's gonna be a great time. So maybe we'll have. Oh, a, it's perfect. Maybe we'll do a live episode. We'll we'll figure something special out. Either that, or we'll just celebrate and get drunk and. Goddamn right. Tell stories on the God. next episode about the the hangout, <laughs> the hangout hangover. Um, That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Exactly, but Chris, with our, with the drinks and the news out of the way, man, I think it's time to finally talk about this Swordsmith Village arc. Now, um, this is, I, I so I saw basically the first episode of this. Um, mm-hmm. the, this first episode I saw in theaters as part of that, you know, Demon yeah, Slayer yeah. special thing. And I was trying mm-hmm. to remember, I remember it leaving off on a cliffhanger, but I kind of, I couldn't, in my mind, I was like, what did it? end on because i remember it didn't end on like a cool fight scene or anything and um mm-hmm. you know spoilers alert it ends on tanjiro seeing um what we come to find out is this doll from the back mm-hmm. but he looks like this guy from that we've seen from tanjiro's dreams and all this stuff yeah um so that's where that ended um when i went and saw oh, he saw like the training dummy or is that that's yeah. what he saw yeah it was the training dummy but like you know from the beginning of this episode, we see like the upper six kind of getting reunited um, at Infinity Castle as Muzan kind of summons basically the remaining five upper ranks. Um, mm-hmm. And I and you know we'd seen the dude with like the six eyes, um, very similar to the training dummy, and I was like, oh, so like it it when I saw it in theaters, it kind of left off on that moment. Like, is that that mm-hmm. guy? Is that that upper six guy? What what's going on? It, it kind of left on a good note. Because obviously that that little Demon Slayer special kind of left a sour taste, um, mainly because they left yeah, in cool. all of the intros and all of the outros and all of the credits. But um, yeah, so we 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 basically we kick this season off. Like I said, it's it's post Entertainment District. The big fight is over. Um, you know the gang's all recovering. Tanjiro obviously kind of got the worst of it, other than. Um, Hengen, who lost an arm, but you know, he he's still he's still kicking. Um, and once again, you know, very similar to the season two, we are recovering. Uh, all the homies are, you know, like, like, I, it's just, 
much the same formula that we've had for every you know for every season of Demon Slayer so far. Tanjiro, I mean, we're, we're every season so far has been Tanjiro does a thing. Ahashira is there to basically take the brunt of everything, and we're gearing up for that yet again. Yeah, and I wish it wasn't that case, but you know we're gonna we're we're gonna talk all about it, right? Um, we sure are. We get a cool a neat scene here with Muzan where he summons you know the remaining five of the upper six. This was my favorite part of the whole season, by the way. This this beginning sequence here with all of the upper six because they're just in each other's shit like the whole time. And it's cool we get to kind of see because I don't think we've seen some of these guys. Obviously, we know Akaza. No. Um, Mm-hmm. He's obviously the one from Mugen Train. Um, but we meet upper five Gyoko, upper four Hantengu, um, upper two Doma, and number one Okoshibo. Um, Bless you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and, you know, Kuz, uh, Muzan Kibutsuji is, he's pissed, you know. He's like, he's like, you guys didn't take out the Ubu, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this name, Ubuyashiki family. <laughs> And uh, he didn't find this blue spider lily that he's been looking for, right? Um, and, you know, Upper Five Gyoko, a.k.a. the man in the, in the vase, um, he is, he, he, he's, got some, he's got some new information on, uh, you know, some whereabouts of, of, basically, it's he knows where the Swordsmith Village is. Um, and him and Hantengu, um, who is, he's the Upper Four guy. He's basically the one that's like awkwardly crying in the corner. Very weird. Yeah. Like maybe two of the most unlikable like <laughs> villains that yes. you probably like. I was like, wow, those other three look so cool. Oh, we're gonna focus on these. And who's, who's like, this fucking bozo? <laughs> this season is gonna suck ass. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And so, uh, <laughs> then we yeah. kind of uh, we 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 we. Get reacquainted with our friends Zenitsu and Inosuke. Um, you know, after a, a little fun moment where Inosuke is like climbing on the ceiling as Tanjiro wakes up, um, those two get set off on their own individual missions um, while Tanjiro kind of heals up. And basically, like as soon as he's healed up, it's like, all right, he needs a new sword because his sword broke in the last fight. So he's headed off to the Swordsmith Village, and they come up with this—I mean, th- just the most extravagant paper fucking. Extra- I'll say extravagant um, way to get to the Swordsmith Village. They, I mean, they overly explain it. It's like you got to get carried on somebody's back, blindfolded and earplugged, and then we're gonna transfer you to three other people. And then the moment you think you're there, you're getting transferred again. All right, and then you're in the village, and it's like cool, but fuck you. <laughs> but the villains already told me they know where it's at, so I don't care how secret it is. <laughs> Somebody mm-hmm. spilled the beans already, so it doesn't yes. fucking matter. <laughs> like they're gonna be here any fucking minute. But sick. Like he gets there and it's like, oh, look at this cool village of buildings. Yes, wow, how exciting. Um, and of course, you know, <sighs> we do get one moment, Chris. Uh, we 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 have some Hashira there, so we have um Itsuri and Roji, um, who is. Um, she's the girl with the pink and green hair. I mean, yep, she, she's your she's your fan sur- source of fan service, pretty much for this entire uh, fucking. I mean, season. she's just tits out, thigh high socks. I mean, you know, you know yeah. why she's here. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we we know she she is your resident body pillow for this uh <laughs> for this season for this season. Yeah, we do get. In my opinion, I thought the the 
the fan service moment here with the nosebleed was hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. it's, especially seeing it in theaters definitely was hilarious. Like she's running down to Tanjiro, and I mean just yeah, just things are bouncing. You you get you catch my drift here. Um, oh, absolutely. And you know <laughs> our boy Tanjiro gets a nice nosebleed. Um, but she's not the only uh, familiar face we have here, Chris. We also have our boy Ginya, um, who was yeah. if you remember him from like the final selection or whatever they called it. Yeah, the, the asshole. Yeah, basically. Well, they were all assholes, truthfully. Yeah. No, Ginya. Ginya's the kid. Sorry, I'm I'm getting them mixed up. Ginya's no, the no no Ginya. like with the fucking shaved head. Is or is Ginya the Hashira? Ginya is the kid with like the the mohawk, like the shaved head and the mohawk. Yeah, I was mixing him up with the with the other Hashira who was an asshole. But this kid sucks too. Yeah, I mean they're all assholes to be honest. And yeah, this, yeah, this kid sucks too. And spoilers alert: they all have the same backstory. But we'll get to that. Um, yeah. But Ginya was the one that like I guess Tanjiro technically broke his arm. He was at like the when they became demon slayers, quote unquote. Um, which mm-hmm. I'm putting gigantic air quotes there because I, yes, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Um, he's there, um, you know, they're all, <laughs> they, they, they try to, like, they have, like, this awkward, friendly rivalry kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is, but he's there, he, he's there getting a sword made, or, he doesn't even use swords, I don't know what the fuck he's doing there, but he's there, we needed, uh, they needed a third character to be here, and he drew the short straw, so here we go. Um, Brother, when this motherfucker shows up later with a goddamn shotgun, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Well, wait till he starts chewing on demons, Chris. Uh, oh, my bad. Ugh. This is your spoiler warning for the rest of the season because we're gonna. Oh yeah, it's fine. We're gonna rip this thing to shreds. Um, uh, and not only that, Chris, we also get. Um, I can't remember what the kid's name is, man. Oh, with the with the, the basically the kid that kind of befriends Tanjiro and gets saved by the Hashira. Oh, uh, yeah. The one who, like, I think it's Kotetsu. Maybe. I, I'm pretty sure it's Kotetsu. That's one of the names that's blue on the Wikipedia page, and I'm pretty sure it's him. Um, but, Tan, like, obviously everybody in the Swordsmith Village, they wear the same masks that um, the, the, the other sword creator named. Or I can't remember his name either. Uh, Hotaru. Hotaru Haganazuka, I believe is his name. You know those goofy, like, masks? <laughs> I don't know. It looks like they're holding their breath and trying to, like, blow up a balloon at the same time. I don't know. <laughs> those masks. Everybody in the village is wearing those masks, except for the important characters. Um, yes. so, um, yeah, so that that's what they're doing. Obviously, Hanjiro is there to get a sword created. Um, ends up, you know, well, he, he's looking for this weapon that um, Mitsuri, uh, the other, the love Hashira, she had kind of hinted that there's this secret weapon in this village that can make him stronger. And so he's looking for that. And Chris, that's when we see uh, the missed Hashira, Muichiro Togito. Um, yes. We see him kind of chatting it up with somebody. And Tanjiro kind of recognizes this guy from some dreams that he's been having. And this guy sure does look like that six-eyed, crazy-looking... Upper six guy, um, Kokushibo. But it turns mm-hmm. out, Chris, you know, that's where the cliffhanger kind of ends. And it's actually just a... Just a training dummy. Just a six-arm training dummy. Six-arm training dummy that can move and act on its own. Um, using some kind of... Some technology that the show won't explain, so I'm not even going to bother trying to explain how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Tanjiro 
comes to the rescue of Kotetsu, who's this young swordsmith, um, thinking that he's, you know, he's getting attacked or anything. Um, but it turns out it's just it's just a training doll. Um, it's based off of a swordsman from 300 years ago, which yes, you know, there's there's some interesting things here. Um, and basically, he's kind of inherited this this training dummy, and basically, um. Basically, he's like, "Hey, Tanjiro, you can. I'm going to train you with this. You know, whenever you beat it, blah blah blah. You know, it's going to be harsh training, yada yada yada. Um, we have our training section here, where Tanjiro basically practices against this six-armed um, training dummy. Um, we get some cool little training moments here. They 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 kind of really fast-forward this, so it it really doesn't seem like it's it, you know it doesn't overstay its welcome, right? Um, but eventually, um, he lands a strong blow." To the doll's head, which shatters it, and then inside, Chris, there is a sword. Yeah, a rusted ass sword that, like, pretty much just runs down, like, the length of its body. Yep. And so, of course, now they're like, oh, wait a minute, we can, uh, there's a sword in here. Tanjiro's like, oh, sweet, it's gonna be my new sword, but it's all rusty and all this shit. Um, however, then, old boy Hantengu, um, shows up, and, um, they're like, oh, they can use this sword to, um, you know, they can, they, they can melt this sword down and make a new sword for Tanjiro, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so, or not Hantengu, excuse me, that's that's actually the, uh, that's the upper demon that shows up. It's, um, is it Hagen, ha- Haganezuka? You, you got it. His names are so hard to say, Chris. Uh, I'm getting butchered yeah, you, out here. You nailed it. You um, absolutely nailed it. Basically... The swordsmith guys with the goofy masks. They're going to make him a new sword yes. out of this. Got it. All right. Cool. And then, surprise to literally no one. I, I, I love how Wikipedia puts unbeknownst to all. <laughs> Bullshit. Yes. Um, to the surprise of literally no one, number four and five have arrived and infiltrated the village. And Chris, from here, from episode three to episode 11, we are... It's just fucking gas. Yeah. We're just fighting. Brother, we are fighting for our lives. We're like R. Kelly, man. We're fighting for our lives. <laughs> we are just fighting the entire time. And it, while it looks great, you know, I do have some gripes about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to all that. So it's, and I'm going to butcher these names every single time I can. So we have Hantengu, who is the, the guy that was like creepy and crying. Um, He is fighting mm-hmm. against Tanjiro, Nezuko, and... Muichiro? Who is Muichiro? I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I have no clue. Oh yeah, no, he he's fighting with all of them at one point, and then he like he like blows Muichiro away. Um, after so so yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Muichiro is the Mist Hashiro, so he cuts the head off this demon, yes. and you know, Chris, Demon Slayer set up these rules. How do we kill a demon? Cut, cut its, its head off. Cut its, cut head, its head, off. head off. Cut its head off, or Expose it to sunlight. That is how you kill a demon in Demon Slayer. So, of course, Uichiro beheads the demon, and then two more demons sprout out of the body. And it's like, well, all right. So, cool. You know, that's you've, you've taught me the rules to how to win this, and you didn't follow them. So, you know, I, obviously me, I'm, I'm a stickler to these rules, Chris, that these shows, <laughs> that these shows put in front of themselves. So I'm... I'm I'm already tilted. I'm already tilted off the earth. I'm like, whatever, man. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> For the next eight episodes, I don't give a fucking shit. But I'm going to get pissed off about quite a bit of it. Because, Chris, you know, we just watched season two. Kind of recently. 
Um, season two was unique because it was like this upper six Hashira or this upper six demon, and it turns out it's two it's two demons. It's not just one. It's a brother sister combo. So that's when it was unique, and now it's just the writers getting lazy. It's like actually there's two of them, and then they then they like beheaded again, or they cut another part off again, and it's like now there's four, and it's like brother. Y'all have any other ideas? I don't know, man. It's just it just tilts me to no end, Chris. But um and you know, this demon has like fifteen different names. I'm not even gonna begin to like try to pronounce any of them. Um but he blows Muichiro away, so Muichiro's kind of out of this battle. So it's Tanjiro Nezuko and That's it for now. Oh, and Ginya. Ginya shows yeah. up. Uh, old, old yeah. This is where we see get, we say we, this is where we see him with his goddamn little fucking sawed off burner. Yeah, little Ash versus the Evil Dead here, man. Just needs pretty a much, and he can <laughs> he can uh, he can play the part. Um, but yeah, he shows up, and there's like four of these things. There's one with wings, one with this staff that's like electrocuting everybody, one that can like, and they're they're all based on like I think their emotions. There's like hate, fear, ang- or anger, or, I don't know, a bunch of dumb things. Whatever excuse they gotta come up with to make more demons out of one guy, they're they're just going for it. Exactly. Um, and they got all their unique powers, and obviously, you know, me talking uh, <laughs> kind of harshly about this isn't doing any justice to the incredible animation that's on the screen. Um, no. Because, I mean, it. Th- this show just looks fucking incredible. In my, I-, I call it the second greatest animation. I think... I think I like Attack on Titans just a, a smidge more, but Attack mm-hmm. on Titans also a little bit less cartoony, and I don't mean that in like a disrespectful way. This one's like, like there's vibrant colors here, and like you know all the any mm-hmm. water breathing or fire breathing, any of the breathing techniques just look incredible. Um, but they're a Fantastic. little bit more, a little bit more vibrant and a little less grounded. Um, mm-hmm. and so they're doing that. They're fighting this guy. Um, meanwhile. Muichiro is trying to make his way back. However, he runs into Kotetsu being attacked by this, like, fishman demon guy. Um, and originally he kind of, he's like, oh, no, I'll just, you know, I gotta, we gotta focus on the task at hand. And then he eventually is like, you know, he's gotta be a good guy. He's gonna go back and save yeah. Kotetsu. Um, after he does that, he is then attacked by, um, old vase man, uh, his name is Gyoko. And so Vase Man with his little arms and vase and I don't know, this guy's so fucking stupid, man. I hate this villain. Um and he's like this artsy villain. I, I literally couldn't like a villain any less than this guy. But that's who that's who Marichiro is basically um tasked with fighting. Um mm-hmm. meanwhile, um <clears throat> you know, Ginya's fighting Anjiro's fighting, Nezuko's fighting these... Is there, there's joy, anger, pleasure, and sorrow is what they are. Shout out to Wikipedia yeah. for having all of these things down. Um, yeah, cause, but there's like six of them, though, isn't there? Yeah, I, I think they... The I, first one showed up. The, like, the little tiny one showed up first. Yeah, I think there's... And that, that guy, that one's fear. Yeah, there's that I one, think. then there's the four that he splits off into, and then there's the one that yeah. they all combine into. Um, yes. But, you know, these these episodes kind of run together, so I'm basically just... We're just going to talk about Hanjiro's fight with these guys, and then we'll kind of switch back to Muichiro's. So, 
they're fighting all these guys. Um, we get to the point where it's like, Tanjiro's like, all right, so the last time we had to fight two demons at once like this, we had to behead them both at once, so it's like, all right, we're going to behead them all at the same time. And so, Chris, what do we do? You know, we get a really great, we get a really great sequence here with Tanjiro, yeah, which we, I, this 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 was a great. I mean, obviously, we but we know this, we expect this from Demon Slayer at this point. Yeah, you know, when all hope seems lost, he just pulls out this fucking trick out of his ass where he does some fucking fire breathing, earth bending call call up the last av- the, the avatar, the last Airbender. Like he does this crazy fucking miraculous, beautifully animated move where he just beheads them all and of course the show as always be expected with demons so they're like nah that's that's not how this works so we're just gonna continue yeah. the fight anyhow and it's just like yeah because like he thinks they're dead but like one of them is still talking and tanjiro's like what the fuck and then while that one's talking the other ones are trying to like fuse themselves back together or some shit yeah i, I just hate man it's like it's like how it was with the rui fight in season one where they they use up all the cool animation on not beating the enemy, and then, like, the fight has to, like, has to continue, and it's like, you just use all that good animation, and now I have to, like, pretend like that didn't happen, and then it was all for nothing. Like, it's it's just, I don't know. It's, <laughs> Chris, it's it's the moment in it's Big Daddy. It's, it's the Big Daddy moment, Chris, and <laughs> at the beginning, with her, where she's like, we wasted the good surprise on you, and then Jonathan Stewart walks in. Like, it's that moment every yes. season with this fucking show, man. It's like, why can't oh, we just have the moment where our characters are badass, and they do the badass thing, and they beat the bad guy? Instead, it's like, no, I'm gonna split off and combine into the Megazord demon. Like, I don't know. Yes. Like, I just, I fucking hate it because, like, everybody's on their last legs. Like, Ginya's fucked mm-hmm. up. Um, and then, of course, like, Ginya, um, there's a, there's a moment here where Tanjiro's about to get hit by this super fucking Megazord demon. Which, uh, I don't know. It's just dumb. And then Ginya, like, gets, like, he protects Tanjiro from getting hit, and he's got, like, holes all over him. And I'm like, oh, shit, Ginya's dead. But then, like, Ginya, like, Starts to look like a demon a little bit, and it's like, wait, what the fuck? Ginya's a demon? What's going on? And then we get to see, like, our, our Ginya flashback here, which is like, the, the only question I'm asking myself is when, when this Ginya flashback pops up is, why does he look like a demon? I, I'm sure, surely, right, we'll learn this in this flashback. And of course, Ginya's got this, this nice, lovely family. Um, you know, he's got all these siblings. And, um, you know, Chris, their their village gets attacked by demons. The demons kill all of his siblings except for one. Of course. And um, we find out nothing about his power. Um, now, 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 Chris, you know, where, where we heard this, 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 <laughs> this backstory before it, you know, all of his family was slaughtered except for one, one sibling. Brother, it literally sounds like, it literally sounds like Tanjiro all over again. I, I I thought the exact same thing, Chris. Um, but you know, <laughs> like oh, I, I I've watched this already. But now, Chris, what all information did you get about his power? Did you get any information about why he looks like a demon? Because I, I I sure didn't. Oh, I I didn't. And Chris, I I rewound I rewound it about twice. I was like, maybe I just maybe my eyes rolled out of my head when I heard the same backstory as my main character. 
Let me go back and just double check. They don't. Yeah, that's a good idea. They don't explain, but apparently our boy is just eating demons and become like, like he can use demon powers. The more powerful demon he eats, which, eh, sure, sure, whatever. It's like he has these special organs. It's like, well, how do he get those organs? Don't worry about that. Just look at our pretty animation. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Don't worry about it. And so it's like, all right, cool. So, you know, shotgun Ash Williams or whatever his name is. Um, right. <laughs> he's also part demon. It's like, whatever, dude. I don't even care. Like, you were literally like just the, the boringest character ever at this point um, because they won't even explain how any of this works. But they're, they're, they're still fighting, yada, yada, yada. Um, trying to think of what else happens here. Um, Oh, um, let's see here. We we get, like, this demon combines into the super demon, starts going crazy, starts, like, almost, if you've, I, I don't want to spoil Naruto, so I can't actually explain that. <laughs> um, but he starts doing, like, all these giant, like, wooden dragons, blood demon art stuff. It's, it's really cool animation. Again, obviously, we can't do it any justice. This animation looks incredible. Um, but starts going crazy with... All this shit, um, and we know Chris also. Just as a side note, there is um, this demon that's inside of them, who is uh, Antengu, the little creepy crawly crying guy that was in the corner uh, during Muzan's part. He's like Barbie doll size, and so like anytime they like behead one of these things, he like jumps out of it, and like he's on the run. And that's kind of what um, Inya was after was trying to kill the the real demon. They want to behead the right thing, right? Because yeah, but like they, he could not, like he just couldn't get his head cut off. He just couldn't get through it. Yeah, at one point we get a moment where Tanjiro like has his sword to this like Barbie doll size thing neck, and he like oh he's like digging into it, just, trying to like really cut the shit out of it. Yeah, he just doesn't have the strength to cut through this little tiny measly body. Um, which I find but he has to stop because he's got the fucking other one coming up behind him. Yeah, he's got the other one attacking him from behind, so he can't do that. Um, eventually, Chris, we get to that moment where, you know, all hope seems lost. And, you know, per Demon Slayer's paint-by-numbers uh, story here, it's like, oh, where's that Hashira been all this time? Oh, here she is. There she is. Hey, oh, there she is. Perfect. She's got her tits out. She's got her thigh highs on. We are, we are, she's running saved. through the woods. We're ready. <laughs> yeah. And so she shows up and, um, you know, she starts whipping ass and taking names and then we get, of course, and it's like, oh, wow, man, I wonder where she got this, where she, how she became this love Hashira, where she got her powers from. And it's like, oh, cool. We're going to get this, um, this backstory, surely, right? Oh yeah, here's. The... <laughs> Ooh, man, Chris, this uh, we get her backstory, and maybe I'm putting this a little bit too. Maybe I'm putting this part a little bit too far ahead, but I'm trying to cover all of our all of this fight, sure. and then we'll get to the other fight, and then we'll kind of get to the finale. Um, so I'm I'm skipping about two episodes ahead because we get a Muichiro section here. Um, and but basically her backstory is like. When she was a kid, she was just super strong. She could, like, lift, like, stones that weighed, like, four times her weight. Um, she, of course, grew green and pink hair out of nowhere. Um, of course. She could arm wrestle sumo wrestlers. 
You got it. And um, her, they base. She was basically in a like a, a a sanctioned marriage or like a setup marriage where she was to marry this this guy. Um, but of course, he was, you know, he was kind of put off by her pink and green hair. Um, and so he 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 basically denied he denied her of getting married. And so suddenly she is the love Hashira. So I'm glad you, you, you know, now that you understand how she got her powers. <laughs> Sounds great. We're we're all taking notes here on that one. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So she's there to save the day. Um, and, and we'll put a pin in that because we're gonna we're gonna talk about the, the Muichiro episode. So Muichiro, um, while he's fighting old Vase Man, um, he gets put in this uh, while trying to protect like the the swordsmith guys and all this stuff that are making the swords for him and Tanjiro. Um, he gets put in this, like, water jutsu thing where he's just sitting in this bubble of water doing nothing, not even trying to get out. But he takes some time here, Chris, to, uh, to self-reflect so we can see some of his backstory of maybe how he became this Mist Hashira, right? Surely we get some, of course, of course. Surely we get some kind of power ex- explanation here. Nah. No, no, no. Um... So Chris, this guy, this guy's backstory is like his mother becomes ill, and so his father goes out to get, you know, some 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 plants, some herbs to save his mother, and um, he falls off a cliff and his mom dies. <laughs> so sounds rather, great. I mean, they might as well have just said they got attacked by demons. It would have been fine, but you know, they're, they're like, oh, we got a we got a better backstory than that. Uh, <laughs> they both died at the same time. <laughs> oh, freak accident! Sorry, I don't know how that happened. And so you love it. You love to see it. And so him and his brother Yuichiro. So there's Muichiro and Yuichiro. Um, they kind of become like they have like this estranged, like distant relationship, even though they're like together, uh, or even though they're like you know brothers, right? They're they're still living together, all this stuff. And of course, you know, one day the the demons attack and and fuck them up, and and Yuichiro is wounded wounded, excuse me, and Morichiro um, takes out the demons and his brother dies and as his brother's dying, he apologizes um, for all the shitty things he's done, of course. Um, of course, of course. And of course, we find out literally zero things about why he's the Mist Hashira, but that's, you know, that's that's just Demon Slayer at this point, and so... Yeah, that's then, Demon Slayer, baby! Then he like, while he's still been in this water bubble thing for like two episodes, he's like, Wait a minute. I can do breathing techniques. That's right. Like it, it. Like he. We see this dumb scene of like Tanjiro appearing and telling him like not to give up or some bullshit like that. And he's like, the reason I could see that is because yeah. you and my dad had the same eyes. I'm like, brother, shut the fuck up. Like just fuck shut off. Up. Just do your fucking techniques. Beat the bad guy. And so he does that. Um. And. You know that that's happening. Hey. Manages to protect the, protect the guy that's making Tanjiro's sword. Blah blah blah. Um, and then you know back back to where we're at. So we have Mitsuro Mitsuri. Excuse me. These names are getting harder and harder the more I drink, Chris. Um, so she's <laughs> there. They're they're kicking ass. They're taking names. Um, and you know the gang the gang has been like they're beaten down. Um, but. You know they're they're after this Hantengu demon. They they fought off the the four clones and um 
So now, now we're to the to the our final episode, episode eleven, Chris, and this is where here like, we are. This is where, if I haven't been, you know, <laughs> harsh on this ep- on this anime yet, this is where I really uh oh, fucking buckle up. Yeah, buckle up here, because if you like Demon Slayer, yeah, <laughs> hold on to, to your fucking butts. ruin your career, brother. Yeah. So, Chris, of course, you know, we get to this point where. Hanjiro does, you know, Hinokami Kagura, fucking 15 fire-breathing, water-breathing, air-breathing, I don't care, he's barely breathing, um, and <laughs> we get the the big moment where he cuts this fucking demon's head off, and it's like, alright, cool, it's over, the sun's about to come up, this demon is headless, we, we, we followed the rules, we did everything you know, like, oh, Cody, you're asking for way too much here at this point. Yeah, and of course, um, he's just he's just still up. He's like still up, and um, while while um, Tanjiro and Ginya and Nezuko are are fighting him, they 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 like come like he's running away from them headless, headless here, Chris. They fall down this like cliffside. Chasing after this demon, um, and of course, you know, th- this demon's still moving. Like he's he's still doing all the things. Like the sun's coming up, and Tanjiro's there with Nezuko, and it's like Tanjiro's like Nezuko, you gotta hide in the shade. Blah blah blah. Like this demon that's headless, headless. I I, I say it again, Chris. Headless is uh, headless. <laughs> it's chasing after. <laughs> it's chasing after these innocent civilians. We're just part of the Swordsmith Village. And so he's like, I can't decide. He kind of like freezes up and he's like, do I save Nezuko or do I save these people? And Nezuko, of course, being the fucking hero that she is, um, kind of like kicks Tanjiro off of her as he's like blocking her from the sun that's coming up. Which the sun is coming up and burning this demon. Woo is headless. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> And what? Yeah, I know. And so as she kicks Tanjiro off, Tanjiro's obviously like, oh my god, my sister's gonna die now. Because she is a demon exposed to the sunlight. And we see Nezuko's skin basically start to like char up and get burnt up. It's like, damn. She gone. She ain't gonna be in Rush Hour 3. So Oh, she, she ain't gonna be in Rush Hour 3. And so of course Tanjiro using all of this, this, you know, this anger and hatred then you know, zooms over to him, and, um, of course, the little demon is inside of the big demon's heart, and so he cuts it all apart. Um, and I like how Wikipedia puts this in, like, a separate sentence. It says, exposing him to sunlight. Uh, Like, they, they, like, Wikipedia knows the rules. They just didn't follow them. And so, you know, he, he, he kills this demon. We get some bullshit, like, feel bad for the demon backstory for like a split second, but nobody cares. Um, and so he saves all these guys. Um, I should mention that um, the swordsmith guy um, throws Tanjiro the sword before he does all this. And so Tanjiro is obviously grieving because Nezuko is quote-unquote dead. And so then he turns around into the to his surprise, Chris. Not only is Nezuko perfectly fine, her burns just don't exist anymore. Yeah, she's like kind of talking now. Like she's just chatting it up a little bit. Like she can speak. Like, sure, sounds great. How, what now? You know, surely it's like, well, how how the fuck? 
how the fuck is she, uh, <laughs> where did the burns go? They're like, we don't got time for that. We got to wrap this thing up. This is the season finale. So, um, Tanjiro, get bandaged up and get the fuck out because you got your sword. <laughs> we broke all the rules and, uh, see you later. And, uh, <laughs> so then, um, <laughs> we, 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 we put a, we put a pin in that, you know, and, and I'll, and I'll get to my anger, um, uh, because there's a lot. Uh, but Muzan, of course, we, we flash over to Muzan Kibutsuji, and he he now knows, I guess because he's kind of like the demon lord, the demon creator, whatever you want to call him, he knows that, that a demon has finally arisen that can conquer the sun um, with her plot armor. And so Muzan now decides that like his only his only mission now is, you know, devouring Nezuko because she is the daywalker... She is Wesley Snipes. Um, she is she is that dude apparently. And you know, then we get to see like so, some actual interesting story about Muzan and his past. Um, and basically, like his doctor was like, "Oh, you're not going to recover from this this deadly disease or something." I don't remember. Um, You'll never financially recover from this. Yeah, and so he can't walk in sunlight. And then it's like, "Oh, maybe we'll get some backstory on how the demons were created." No, we won't. Um, and so. You know, the only thing that Muzan needs for his treatment is this blue spider lily. Um, this this flower that was shown in the outro since season one, and he can't find this flower, and so he creates demons. <laughs> like, like, dude, it's, brother, it's so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> I need this demon to conquer. I need this flower to conquer the sunlight, but I can't find the flower. So I'm gonna create demons and kill everybody. Like, <laughs> what are you saying? Like, it's the worst villain backstory ever. Like, fucking ever. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> it's like, like, uh, oh my god. Why not? Like, you went out Why? of your way to create demons. Why not just ask people, ask around, be like, hey brother, I'll give you ten bucks if you can bring me back this flower. Um. I don't know where it's at. Like, just pay, just put up a fucking ransom, like, wanted blue flower lily. Not create a fucking, <laughs> create demons. Create an entire new breed of problems for humanity. Like, whatever, man. It's so fucking bad. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, you know, we get our, you know, this, this swordsmith village art comes to a close. Tanjiro's leaving, and then, you know, all the all the all the villagers are cheering for him and you know this is supposed to be this super secretive spot but of course the person carrying Tanjiro is like oh you can take your blindfold off who cares the villains already know where we're at so yeah it's fine it's fine yeah everything's fine so he gets to he gets to soak up the cheers from the crowd and um yeah that's it man <laughs> so yeah um just another, another it's demon slayer baby that's fucking demon slayer man it just I don't know, man. I hated, like, it's one thing to have Nezuko just be like, oh, surprise, she's the daywalker. She's, she doesn't die to sunlight. But, like, she kicked Tanjiro off, and we are looking at, at Nezuko, and she is burning to a crisp. Like, she is just... And, and she's not. Just crispy, and then he kills the demon, and she's not. And those things have no correlation. Like, there's no... Mm-hmm. Like, she just stopped burning? Like, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. And then, they, and then they throw us this, 
the Muzanki Butsuji like storyline is just horrible. It is so bad. That's just a that's just a big old fashioned fuck you. I wish they would have never even told me any of his backstory. I would have she would have just been like this bad guy that created demons for no reason. Like I was better off yep. with that. Like and, and and it sucks, Chris, because it was one of those things that I I was talking to my roommate about this the other night. I was like, man, I really like Demon Slayer. I really wish they would expand more on like this world and like you know it, it's kind of starting to become its own thing. You know, it, before it was just like Diet Bleach or you know insert any shonen anime there. Um, but it, you know, with the Hashira, it's kind of like kind of grown into its own thing. They've all got these special elements and there's cool ones and we've getting we kind of each season we get to kind of know one or two of them a little bit more. Like Rengoku, yeah. Tengen, all very unique. And then we just get this season of just bland characters and shitty backstories all across the board. None of their abilities are explained. Their motives are shit. Um, yeah, because it's like it's like they blew their wad with like they blew the villain wad like in the first five minutes of the first episode this season. Yeah, and you know while it was while it was great to look at, I, I, there was it was it was just you know I'm more pissed off. At the show, because, like, we, we followed all the rules multiple times, and it's getting to that point where it's like, why why did we even say in the beginning that, that demons died of sunlight are being beheaded? Because we beheaded a demon in the sunlight. In the sunlight! <laughs> we did, we, we did it all, Chris. We did it all. We didn't just do everything you asked, Cody. We did the only things you asked. Yeah, and, and we, we had kind of touched on it before the podcast. Like, it would be okay if it was Muzan. Like, if we cut the head off Muzan and he was like, actually. Yeah, he's like, ah, ah, ah. I start, I created these things, okay? Brother, I'm him, all right? Yeah, but, I, I am him. But I don't need it with Rui and the brother and the sister and this demon and that demon. And it's like, why did you even, why did, why did we bother explaining how to beat a demon when it was all just a lie anyhow? Like, yeah. I thought Nezuko was a demon, but she's just chilling in the sunlight. Like, and here's the thing too, right? Like, if they're going to, if that's the the route they're going to take, they need to make it more clear that like the Hashira don't really, because you know, the, early on they were saying how like, man, in all these years, a Hashira has never beaten an upper echelon demon, right? Like, it's never happened, and here we've just fucking beaten half of them in three seasons, like. If they would have had like maybe a throwaway line that says we don't know if that works on them because we've never beaten one, right? Like if they, if they would say stuff like that and then we would keep being surprised that the normal demon shit doesn't work on them, that would make more sense. But Cody, they don't do they don't they don't just give us the throwaway line that would allow all of this to happen because it's like because I don't think they're thinking about that. They're just going by the seat of their pants. Yeah, and and like you said, like it, it, it's just one quick throwaway line, like you said, where you could just be like, "We're not unsure how to kill these guys. Like they're not. Yeah, we've they're, never you're, done it before. They're not your your regular guys. Um, and yeah. you know, it it just makes me like, like I'm not excited for the next season. Like, oh, what's the next season going to be? Oh, we're going to get to know this Hashira and this Hashira, and then we're going to fight one or two. This is how it's going to be, Chris. We're going to meet one or two new Hashira and get closer with them. Mm-hmm. And find out their horrendous backstory, um, which is probably just their village yep. was attacked by demons and they live. I have this moment where, well, they're also like, 
a lot of them are like super quiet loners who don't help anybody, but then they find the truth and the meaning behind helping everybody. Tanjiro just imprints his, his great attitude on them. Yeah. Like, and then we're going to fight one or two of the upper six. And it's like, brother, Mm -hmm. where is Muzan? Muzan, you can find anyone. You can sense where Nezuko is. Just show up, kill everyone, eat Nezuko and live your life happily ever after. Like, there, there's no the end. I don't need to watch five more seasons to find Tanjiro wins on some miracle bullshit. I find the thread yes. that like I, I I don't care. Like I don't care. Like I don't know, man. This this season really just put things into perspective with me that this show just it's on a downward turn and it's not because yep. of its animation. It's because of its story. Um and you know it, it's just it's a it's a bummer man it really is because i you know this show is is so hyped and for a while it was really good but now it's just like well like what's the next demon gonna show up we're gonna behead it and it's gonna split off into 47 pieces that so we have to behead mm-hmm. all at once but we used all of our good animation budget already so um like i don't care i don't know man it, it's just a bummer man. this it only brings the show down in my book this season um. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they can pull some cool stuff in the next season. Otherwise, it's just gonna. I don't know. It's just gonna be there. Like it'll just I be a, another show that kind of just falls by the wayside. But Chris, you know, with all that being said, that is you know Demon Slayer Swordsmith Village arc. Um, far and away the worst Demon Slayer season. I agree. Not I agree. Close. Season and one, which again, which is a, which is a shame considering it was literally all action for the entire season. Yeah, it was it was all action, but then they just continue as always to waste the good surprises yeah. on you. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, pretty much. Like it, I just, I don't know, man. I hope I don't know. I hope they get their shit together and just use the cool animation with the big flames and water and all that stuff. Let it count. Like, don't just. Like, I don't need Tanjiro to have, like, three broken ankles and two broken legs and, like, you know, all yeah. of his teeth knocked out before he kills a demon. Like, let him just win one. I don't know. It's just... I've seen yeah. this before, and I'm, we're going to see it the next who knows how long. So, with that being said, Chris, um, going back to our rankings, uh, I'm moving Demon Slayer down. Um, I'm going to put Demon Slayer... Um, it's going to move down to my... I'm going to put it just above... I don't even know if I'm going to do that. Damn, I'm thinking about this. I'm going to put it just above Jujutsu Kaisen uh, and below Promise Neverland. Um, it's going down one, two, three, four, four or five spots on my list. Um, it's going to be like my new number, like 16 or 17. Um, Let's see. I'm just, I'm just not excited about this show anymore. Um It'll be just above um, Jujutsu Kaisen because Jujutsu Kaisen hasn't done anything to like blow me away as Demon Slayer mm-hmm. has, but I have hope for Jujutsu Kaisen still. Like I want to get to know those characters a little bit more. Um, even though there's like 900 of them, I, I want to. I want them to be fleshed out a little bit. Um, what about you, Chris? Are you going to move Demon Slayer? Are you going to keep it where it's at? Yeah, it's 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 actually going to drop down below Spriggan for me. Okay, so it'll be just above. So make it my new like. It'll be like it'll be right above Trigun Stampede. Right above Nocturne. You probably don't have that on your list. Yes, but I have that on my list. I do not. Yeah, yeah. Right above Nocturne. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, right above Nocturne, because I, I think... But, I mean, Nocturne has nothing but chances to go up. I mean, and Demon Slayer has a chance to get back on track, but, like, say I can the, the, formu- the formula is just, like... I, I never... I, I finally felt, like, the fatigue, right, of this... The honeymoon period's worn off. Yeah, yeah. Just the, just the, the, like I was saying before, like, and I, I can remember if I was saying this before we started recording, you know, like, Shonen anime has, like, has a formula, right? You have your underdog hero that narrates every fucking thing that he does, barely makes it by the skin of his teeth until he becomes so fucking powerful through just trials and tribulations and loss. That he is the ultimate fucking just ass kicking machine, right? But like, Dragon Ball got away with it because they kind of invented it, right? Um, and they—that's why they can still get away with it now because you're just like, oh, it's Dragon Ball. Like, it's it's a meme that Goku is like, hey, let this guy get to his strongest before we fight him. Like, you know, it's it's a meme at this point. And I'm saying all that to say, like, it still works for Dragon Ball because it's been doing it for forty fucking years. But a show like Demon Slayer is on the shoulders of giants. They can, there's nothing that is stopping them from taking that formula and spinning it on, on its ear. Because not, you know, shonens for the most part for their story have gotten better since Dragon Ball, but they, they, still, they still hang on to those tropes. And I think we can maybe let that go for, you know, at least a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah. It was definitely before we started recording because I had kind of mentioned that, like, you know, Attack on Titan had kind of borrowed some of those tropes and then kind of ran with it in its own direction. Or, like, we look at Vinland Saga, it is. You think it's going to be like some kind of like, oh, it's like, like, uh, you you, you think it's going to go one way and it's actually like, actually, our hero is going to get his ass beat this entire season. The whole first season, he is just our main character getting his shit kicked in. For twenty four mm-hmm. episodes, by a, sm- by a smarter, stronger, just just more conniving villain. Yeah, and, and it, what, does he ever win? No, he loses every fight. Like uh, pretty much, we, we don't see that very much in anime. And so, like, I I, I feel like this show is just it's got to do something different. Which I thought it was gonna, I thought it was doing that. I thought it, we were having, you know, it was gonna go on its own way with, you know, the Hashira are basically, you know, your insert you know, XYZ powerful good guys trope here. But they they were unique, they looked unique, but I don't know, they're just bland and like 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 we said before we started recording, Chris, or maybe even when we were recording, it's the show just feels like a, just a it's pretty to look at and that's it. Like Yeah. Um but you know they've, well, just, they've kind of blown their wad, honestly. Yeah, and I, I really hope it does kind of start to pick up because this is another one of those shows where I've never, again, I'm not a manga reader on this show, uh, or on most shows for that matter. I really only read the manga of the shows I really care about. Um, and this is another one of those very similar to Attack on Titan where there was a lot of manga readers that read the ending and they hated it. Now, you know, spoilers for if you guys haven't seen the AOT or you didn't listen to our last episode, we both loved the Attack on Titan ending. Um, yep. So I hope this is another. Oh, surprise! It's actually great, and the manga readers yes. are just bitter and wrong. Like, <laughs> I, I hope, I hope this show can, you know, kind of like, you know, prove me wrong. But right now, man, 
there couldn't be anything I'm less excited for than uh, yeah, the Demon Slayer Season 4, or Season, yeah, it's Season 4 technically would be the next one. Like, I, there's no excitement um, at all. I'm just, yeah, I'll just watch it as we clean our plate around here. Um, yeah, that that is Demon Slayer, Chris. Did you want me to put it below Spriggan or below Nocturne? Um, I know you go have... ahead and put it. Go ahead and put it below below Spriggan. Okay. Add that in here. I'll, I'll get our list straightened up here soon. One of these days. Oh, it's fine. It's I'm, looking fine. At, I'm looking at our list. I got like 15 number 26s, so we'll <laughs> we'll get this thing all straightened out. Um, but yeah, well, because ultimately all that really matters is like what's in the top like 10, and then or maybe top 15, and then the rest of it is all just kind of like whatever. Yeah, and basically what we've what we've learned from this uh, this season of Demon Slayer is Demon Slayer is not in the top fifteen. Um, yeah, it really isn't. And it was, it was for a while there. Um, this one didn't do it any favors. So, um, but you know, we'll we'll see how season four goes. We'll see how the rest of the show goes. Obviously, we're going to cover it as it comes out. Um, but yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, not what I was expecting. Um, from this season of Demon Slayer, I thought we were we were going to get some more good stuff. But you know, it is what it is, man. It happens. Um, yeah, I mean, can, they can't all be Michael Bay movies, you know. They sure can't. Um, but you know, Chris, you know, we are gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna turn the page here, and we're gonna move on to um, the Grudge of Edinburgh Part Two, which is the next on our list. It is Seven Deadly Sins. If you haven't seen Grudge of Edinburgh, if you haven't seen all of Seven Deadly Sins, you know, this is your, this is your spoiler warning for next episode of the, mm-hmm. of the Shonen and Suds podcast. We're gonna be covering Part Two of the Grudge of Edinburgh. It's about an hour long on netflix easy to watch easy to it, it's a very easy watch um and yeah man yeah, and it, if it's even half as good as the first part it, it'll be fine yeah it, it, and, I, and i think it is um perfect and you know we're gonna cover Which that makes it better than the entire back two-thirds of seven deadly sins exactly yes um yeah that's what we're gonna be covering next week um and then after that like i said we'll keep you guys posted if we're gonna throw in like a a movie to to kind of obviously like we said we have the holidays coming up so maybe a movie would help kind of free up our schedules a little bit um but if if mm-hmm. we decide we might be doing um vinland saga if we did vinland saga it'll be the first 12 episodes followed by the next 12 episodes but obviously we have thanksgiving we have christmas coming up um and we're busy boys so. busy boys we are busy busy boys that is right, but we will keep you guys posted um, for now. Indeed. Seven Deadly Sins, Grudge of Edinburgh, Part 2 will be next up, and uh, yeah, Chris, that's all I got, man. Yeah, I am uh, I am spent. I'm ready to you know, watch the second half of Edinburgh and jump back into Scott Pilgrim and jump back into some Go-Go Loser Rangers. Yeah, Chris, I'm, uh, and you gotta, I'm finish, ready. you gotta finish the recent season of The Boys, too, because you were slacking, alright? I do, I'm, brother, there's just too much TV and no time, not enough time in the day, I just need to, like, sequester myself, I need, I need to get myself a shakaroni from Papa John's and just <laughs> sequester myself in front of the TV and just catch up. Well, Chris, make sure you order that shakaroni, well done, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to get this off my chest, because, man, there was, Chris, if we were to recorded. Demon Slayer, like, a few days ago when I finished it, brother, I would have been on here <laughs> screaming. Human. Dude, I was mad. I was going into the... I was at work looking at the Funko Pops like... <laughs> Fuck you! Dude, fuck you. it was perfect. We had a Ginya 
Pop, the, mm-hmm. the guy with the mohawk, and we had him next to Tanjiro, and then right above it, we had the Tanjiro and Nezuko. I was like, what's the difference between any of these characters? And my buddy Dalton's like, I don't know. I'm like, nothing! They're all the nothing. same! <laughs> like, they're all the and same! Just and you fling them off the shelf. Dude, I was so tilted, but, you know. You fucking weebs! <laughs> nothing! I've had some time to simmer down, but I'm still mad. Um, yeah. As uh, you should be. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's going to do it for us. I uh, hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, hope indeed. Everybody, if you, if you choose to partake in throwing bows on Black Friday with the grandmas out there, um, hope you all have fun. Be safe. And uh, yeah. Absolutely. That's going to do it for me. I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And happy holidays. And we will see you next time.